guys, welcome to Korean Tapas again. And after a long time, I become host again. And my name is Ji Sang Kim. And I'm going to introduce two of my precious team members, Minki and Ricard. Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you for calling us precious. Yeah, that's the only expression that I can use for you guys. Oh, oh. thank you so much. <laughs> so, uh, how, how was your weekend this weekend? I mean, absolutely great. I mean, recently I went to the beach, which is nearby my hometown. So, mm -hmm. uh, so uh, it was beautiful, and it, it, uh, not only beautiful, but it was the weather is cool and, and the food was great. So I had a very good weekend. Mm -hmm. What about you, Ricard? Oh, very good. Just one question for Minky: Is it in the on the east side or the west side of Korea that? Okay, <laughs> west side, which is nearby my hometown. I mean, west side uh, is famous for mud. Mud? Do you know? Ah, the, like, like the, yeah, the yeah, dirt, yeah. dirt, dirt and, on your skin. Yeah, and you're yes. all brown. Okay. Yes, okay. exactly. I mean, okay. east side, east side is famous for the what can I say, the beautiful beach, uh -huh. but west side is famous for mud, which is still beautiful, but which is dirt. Right, right. So Busan is the east, right? Busan is kind of east. Yeah, east. south. Yeah, east. like southeast. Southeast, packed of people, many umbrellas. I've seen the pictures. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. So what about your weekend, Ricard? What did you do? Uh, as always, short, guys. Uh, it's always super short, but I'm glad that at least we could squeeze today's episode in. So I'm happy. Okay, so I think... Minki's experience from this weekend is naturally connected to today's topic. We're going to talk about travel this time. So before we begin, I'm going to ask you guys if there's if there were some other destinations that you visited during the pandemic as a travel. Ricard? Uh, no, guys. Actually, no. From the Since the pandemic started, I could not travel anywhere besides like somewhere near Barcelona. No, no big trips, no train trips, no plane, no other countries. Uh, I have been very sad for the past two years. So hopefully maybe this year I'll, I'll change my luck. Yeah, for sure. This year might be different. What about you? Uh, before pandemic, I always went to some other country for a year. I mean, by each year. But during the pandemic, I just went to only one place, Jeju which is famous for a famous island. So, yeah, I mean, in the two in the last two years, the Jeju Island was the only place that I visited for the travel. Yeah, I think they might be that might be exactly the same for other lots of other Korean people as well. But as we are heading toward the end of this era, borders are being opened as before. International trips are rising again. Now, I think it's a good moment to talk about this topic traveling abroad i mean especially abroad so uh first i want to talk about the uh, favorite destinations from each country so uh bingi could you explain or name some of the favorite destinations for travel for korean people both international uh, and domestic destinations okay, okay so dom in domestic uh, as I said before, the Jeju Island is the fam one of the famous places to visit in Korea. Uh, even my, 
is famous for the honeymoon especially uh, in my parents' generation and in our generation too during the pandemic. So my brother went to Jeju for honeymoon as my parents did. And further internationally, uh, the, I think really the Spain is one of the popular country to visit from Korean people. Do you agree, Jisang? Yeah, I mean, in, in the last few years, especially among all the European countries, obviously Spain got lots of popularity, I mean, compared to the past. Yeah, I mean, because of the food and the Gaudi, Barcelona, Camino de Santiago, the football, which means soccer, all of the function, I mean, all of the features from Spain, uh, we love. So the South Korean really love all the f- features of the Spain. So I think Spain is the one of the most visiting country from South Korea. Yeah, actually, I think like um, only before 10 years ago, there weren't that many people visiting Spain from Korea. But I mean, recently, it's it has been changed totally. But ob- obviously, our country, Korea, is... Uh, one of the countries in Asian countries, I found the statistics that the most visited country from Korea are Japan, Vietnam, and Thailand. I mean, apart mm-hmm. from the business purpose, because obviously Japan is the most accessible accessible country from Korea, and there are lots of people uh, who enjoy Japanese cuisine, and because of the convenience they have. And for uh, Vietnam and Thailand, those are quite um, cost-effective countries. And obviously, they have uh, nice foods. And obviously, because of the uh, tropical weather, they have good resorts as well. Mm-hmm. And I also want to hear about the the thing in Spain. Huh, good question, Jisang. <laughs> um, I tried. I mean, you asked me to Google the information, and I tried it. I tried to find like the top 10 destinations from Spain. And turns out it depends on the season. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. sense, right? So for instance, I was reading that during Semana Santa, which is spring, as you know, we have this, this long holiday now in April, May. Um, the destinations usually are within Spain. So all domestic, right? People like to go, maybe go back home or to the second second houses or visit families. But in other, in other times of the year, then it's international. Right. Um, depending on if it's, if it's summer, probably the people are looking for more like, you know, things like, I don't know, maybe Mexico, more beaches or Italy. Um, if you're talking about, about winter, then it's definitely a definitely different, different story. Right. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that you guys thought about Spain or you think it's Spain is a top destination for Koreans. I mean, it's so far away. It's so uncommon. Uh, but that's like, as, as I um, mentioned, it's, it's like, the most favorite countries among the countries which are very far from Korea, but obviously the statistics might be a little bit different. But anyhow, like it's one of our most favorite countries. Yeah, especially for our generation. I mean, yeah, and most of the girls, like they watch some TV program, uh, which, which was so popular. And they broadcasted like the famous monumental, uh, like Gaudi, or like uh, the beautiful food culture. So Spain is like nowadays it's kind of trend. I mean, before pandemic, it was obviously it was a trend. 
But it's a it's a big investment, right? It's the same for us going to South Korea. I mean, it's a, an expensive trip, expensive flights. You gotta go. You will not go just for a week, right? You yes. want to go at least two weeks or three weeks. So I, I mean, I know a lot of people that are super fans of yeah K-pop and whatever or other Korean stuff, but they're not able to actually afford or spend so much money on on this long trip. Um, so uh, from the people I know, I mean, of course it depends. But from a circle of friends, those who have uh, better jobs, they tend to go farther, right? Uh, mm. People go maybe, you know, Australia, Thailand, Japan, things like that. And of course, those that have less less budget uh, tend to go uh, towards a closer destination in Europe, right? There's plenty mm. of, of countries here in Europe that you can you can visit for a small small. So, so then, in, in, inside Europe, the, are there any, I mean, specific countries that Spanish people usually visit? Yeah, from what I've read, again, not my experience, but from what I read, I think top top would be first France. I think I think like Paris is the top destination. Uh, you would have been London, things in Italy as well, Rome, things like that. Uh, but again, it also I mean again, I cannot find a common trend. I cannot even for my friends. It just you know it just depends a lot. Like what I I, I do see as a trend is it depends on <laughs> the tickets. Like if you find a 20 euros tickets that go to, I don't know, um, Iceland, they go to Iceland. If they find a 30 euros ticket that goes to Berlin, they go to Berlin, right? It, it's it's rather, they they move like budget base rather than uh, what I want to go, but just, okay, where can I go with this budget? Sometimes people do find these super cheap flights with Ryanair or, or, or whatever airlines, budget airlines. Maybe they're, they're flying on a, you know, Thursday at, I don't know, 6 a.m. Or, I mean, the, the flights are, are not very convenient, but they're super cheap. And people do that. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of, of going at weird hours or just having to travel some for one day or two days only because, again, it's it's how the plane ticket is. Um, I don't know. I guess it, that's just me. What about you guys? I, I think you are, I mean, exactly talking about what I did when I was in Spain. <laughs> 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 Taking a plane at 6 a.m. with 30 euros or 40 euros probably. Right, right, right. So, so it, it, it's the, the student budget or student, student. Uh, how do you call this? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Trip style. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, but as time goes by, it's getting tough and tough. Yeah, man. I'm old, man. I need my hours of sleep. <laughs> I need my my good hotels. You know, I mean, when I first visited Korea, I went to these cheap hotels. I broke my back five times, and I said, no more, no more. Totally agree. Totally agree. I'm old now, so I need <laughs> need a proper bed. So then, uh, are there any specific, I mean, favorite destinations inside Spain, domestic destinations? Sure, sure. I mean, um, Barcelona is one for sure. Uh, Barcelona, you get things in the north like Pamplona, Bilbao, things like that. Like major cities, right? Uh, if you go to Galicia, you know, A Coruña, um, Santiago de Compostela, of course. If you go to the south, sure, Malaga, uh, Sevilla, um, all those things. Madrid as well, of course. Valencia. Then we go to the islands, Canary Islands, or or the uh, how do they call this in, in English? Um, Islas Baleares. How do they call this in English? Ba- Baltic Island, Balearic, mm. sorry, Balearic yeah, Islands. Yeah, you you wrote Balearic Islands here. Balearic <laughs> Islands, yeah. <laughs> so, Balearic so, Islands. So Ibiza and and all those things. Party all day. Ibiza. Right, you know the keywords, right? So so yeah, def- those are definitely top top destinations uh, among Spaniards yeah, and, and not and also like Germans and Italians. Uh, yeah, I mean, the cities obviously sound, sound very familiar to us as well. <laughs> I actually personally wanted to talk about 
the styles of travel because I realized that depending on the nationality, this might be a little bit of a generalization, which is we have to mean be careful about. But as this topic is not that serious or heavy, I want to mention some of the, I want to compare some differences in terms of styles of travel. Could you, uh, could you explain how we travel, Vingi? I mean, our people. I would say my experience, and uh, maybe you can explain the circumstance of this one. Uh, when I was young, yeah, I mean, when I was like 12 years old, I went to Europe for the first time with a 30 member or 40 member with a family group, you know. So, oh. like, uh, uh, but, you know, in two weeks, I visited like nine countries or 10 countries, I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, imagine. Yes, imagine wow. then in two weeks and then, you know, like London for two days or three days and Madrid for two days and Rome for one day or like, you know, the Austria for just like 12 hours, like, boom, Whoa. let's go home. Something like that. So like it, the name was like uh, Europe Travel, you know, the guy, the mm. tour, Europe Tour with the, some, we're gathering some family and we are moving the one guide was traveling with us for like two weeks yeah i mean that definitely sounds like korean style with yeah, compact right? schedule group <laughs> tour landmark focused right yeah photo go mm -hmm. i am so against this sort of trips <laughs> it's I, I, I mean, Why? you are traveling to get stressed and to do this check, 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 as Jisang was saying, like, you know, you go check next, check next. That's how can you possibly enjoy this? I mean, okay, you can, you can go back home and say, Hey, I went to London. Hey, I went to Berlin. Hey, I went to Rome, but, but uh, you didn't see anything. It's just like, I don't know. I, I don't like it. You like, you, you have to understand the situation that the uh, in our parents generation they were the first uh, what can i say the uh, other country traveler which means that uh, in grandparents generation they never traveled to other countries so like in our parents generation uh, they what was important for them was like uh, the fact that we visited it there so like the photo the evidence is more important than enjoying. Yeah, to give you a little idea about uh, the phenomenon that we talked about is, um, as far as I know, before 1988, it was prohibited to go to other countries from South Korea. So that might be one of the reasons why this kind of compact travel package tour was made. That's what I think. But still, it doesn't explain why would you visit like 10 countries rather than just one and at a slower pace. Yeah, obviously there might be some of the influences of like Korean mm -hmm. um, character. But uh, Mingi, could you explain that this is now getting changed? I mean, in our generation? Yes, I mean, like it, that was my parents' generation. So like when I travel, when I was in Spain for like seven years ago, I traveled just as like my father, like going somewhere, take a photo. But, you know, continuously I was thinking, is this travel or is this studying or like, <laughs> it was confusing. So, and I looked at my friends 
and they try to travel just one city for three days or four days. And it was quite interesting. Like they are, they are traveling to enjoy the city and the culture or the food. And what was important for them was enjoying, not the fact that they visited there. So like, uh, and this kind of culture is now getting more, what can I say, the spreading in our generation, I think, right? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, still, I mean, compared to other people from, especially from Western culture, we might still be seen very compact and in a hurry, but obviously we are different from our parents' generation, I guess. Um, are there any specific characteristics from Spanish people, Rickard? Sure. I know people that do tours, people that, that they don't go alone, that, that they don't like to like prepare uh, the trip and look for the every every detail, every sightseeing, every yeah, every hotel. They rather just pay uh, more money and just have everything organized for them. As Sminky was saying, get into a bus and they drive you around. It doesn't mean they are visiting multiple locations so fast. Doesn't mean that, but but that's one style. Another style is of course just you know get your backpack and go, right? Um, that's what I was saying before. Low budget. There are other more you know. Like maybe like me, which prefers to stay a longer time on, on, the, on the location I'm going to, um, unless it's super close, right? If it's super close and I've, I've already been, I, I probably can speed up. But if it's a, it's, a, it's a longer trip, I just, like imagine myself, if, if I go to South Korea and then I say, wait a minute, I want to go to then Japan, I want to go back down to New Zealand. And then, oh, I'm, I'm in New Zealand, why not just drop to Australia and then go back? And I mean, it's, it's just too much, right? Um, but it's just my, my style. Again, I don't see common trend in Spain right now. I mean, I've seen everything. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but in general, I agree that like lots of people from Spain and some other European countries are in general more relaxed than Korean. That's what I think. Yeah, and I also wanted to like tell you guys some of the general trend in tourism before pandemic period because it was very obvious that there, there had have been some of the very obvious trends that might not be seen from other countries. So, for example, in, in Korea, the number of international travelers were tripled in a very short period. So, for example, I have looked up for a statistics that showed that um, the number of people visited other countries in 2019 were three times bigger than the number from 2009. So it, it means that in the in a just decade, the international travelers got tripled. So it's like a boom. And I personally felt that as well. And what else? Um, obviously, as there are more people visiting other countries, obviously, as a result, the diversification of destinations happened. So there were some of the countries that in, in the past that we rarely visited, but now it's very common destination. So for example, Iceland, Russia, Mongolia, Laos, so these are like the countries that we barely visited in the past, but now it's very common among the our generation. And apart from that, I've seen lots of TV shows that were um, talking about. I mean, I mean, there there were lots of TV shows about traveling, whether it's international or domestic, regardless of the destination. Simply speaking, all the programs were like were like a trend or like a fashion. Are there were, were there any sort of um, similar trend in Spain? 
Wow. I mean, again, I can only speak from my experience and the people around me. Um, sure, before pre-pandemic, uh, international flights, yeah, not a, not not an issue. I mean, again, same same thing as I said before, budget. Like when I know people that have better jobs, I know that those are probably once a year they're going somewhere like far away in another, in another continent. Like they're going to USA, they're going to Japan, they're going to Thailand, things far away. Um, when you know students, they usually go <laughs> close by Italy and things like that. Um, I don't have the data in in in, in what's what has changed, but uh, but no. But again, my, my my circle of friends and and colleagues from work, they are now picking up again the international travel. So I don't think that has changed pre and after pandemic. They they are willing and they want to go back to to these like far away destinations again. Yeah. Uh, I wanna ask. I wanna say about one trend in not trend i want to explain about korea and i want to ask to record this one like i think that korea has like kind of two types of traveling one is for the tourism which means they're going to see some famous place where the visiting historical place like that uh, for example europe like rome spain barcelona etc or uh, the other thing is that the traveling purpose is only for chilling. Like they don't, uh, they don't go there for visiting somewhere. They go there for like surf, surfing, or just take a rest for the hotel and eating some barbecue, etc. Like Guam, Hawaii, or Bali, and actually the latter, the chilling is kind of trend. Uh, in my view, is it like this Spain too? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I know friends that uh, like Bali. You're saying Bali, right? Bali is for surfing, for beaches, for enjoying the food, the slow paced travel, right? Usually, um, and and I know friends that, that do that. That they they love to go to Thailand. They go. They love to like book a nice like a small villa, small apartment with swimming pool, and even a even a, even a butler for just cheap money because of course the euro difference. And they love to do that. Just, you know, go there uh, far away from home to just relax, do nothing. Don't think about work, about family and, and, and issues, but just go there and relax. And there's the opposite. People who who like like maybe you guys and me, like who, who likes to be more active when you go out and, and would rather spend the time, you know, visiting or, you know, hiking or whatever it is you, you, you do when you travel rather than, I don't know. I mean, for me, paying like a super big trip to just, just lay on the beach, like, you know, Mexico, Cancun, people go to those resorts in, 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 in the U.S. and in the U.S. Uh, sorry, U.S. America, <laughs> not U.S., America, uh, like Mexico, you know, and Costa Rica and things like that. And I don't understand it. I mean, from my perspective, if you come from Spain and you're going to those resorts, which is, you know, you, you have your bracelet and you can pay for, uh, your margaritas are all included and it's just beaches and relax and reading a book. Why don't just just do this, this here. I mean, we have excellent beaches here in Spain. Uh, you can do the same and you have to spend 4,000 euros in, in traveling. For me, when, when I spend that much money, I want to get more than just relax in a bed and, and sleep. I can do that at home, you know. So is it, uh, it's like we have common, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I, I think if I go to those kind of places, I will I will look up for the places to go e even at those kind of places, I guess. Right, you, you, you would look for, okay, it's fine to stay a few hours in the hotel, enjoy the free drinks and the sun and the uh, reading. And after that, would, I'm, I'm yeah. going to look up for some other 
yeah. spots that I can visit. <laughs> Even at those destinations. Active guys. And actually, I really, this might be the most interesting part of today's episode. I want to hear about, including me and you two guys, the first impression we had when we visited the other country, each other's country. So in my case, when I visited Spain for the first time, uh, apart from all the, I mean, cultural differences, I I don't want to mention the things that are very um, imaginable or expectable I want to pick out the aspect that not many people might think of is that um, so for example I spent half an year in Pamplona a little bit less than half an year and the town from my perspective it felt like small but very modern city and personally I think in Korea there is no such thing there is not any small but modern city all the modern cities are very big, or even though they are not that big, big, they might be the ones right next to Seoul. So it means that, I mean, up, there are no small and modern cities that are far from the capital uh, metropolitan area. So the it was very new and like the concept itself was very new and unfamiliar to me. How do you think, Mingi? Strongly, I strongly agree. Like uh, when my pa- I said to my parents that uh, where are you living? So like my parents were asking to me. So like I replied, I'm living in a countryside from the Spain. And when they visited Pamplona, they said, "What is country for you? Like country has theater, country has modern supermarket, and like it's not country for them." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big city. I mean, big city, but you know, like quiet, and we have a bunch of space to chill in. Uh, for them, it's uh, the facility is for only for the city. Like, so it was quite impress impressive. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm glad that you felt the same thing. I mean, you your parents felt the same thing as I did. But so, do you think Pamplona is a countryside? No, no. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, I mean, I mean. It's like what can I say? It's not the one of the biggest city. But so so in my in my case, I mean, from my experience, like without Seoul, uh, South Korea without Seoul, like the big major city has like pack of people, and you know the apartment, all the like gray colored, but even the, the Pamplona is like green colored but very modern. Like these two words cannot be joined in Korea, but Pamplona has like green colored modern city. Like it was like quite impressive. Yeah, what, what we what, what we are meaning by modern is, it, it doesn't mean that they are like the buildings that are built in the last 10 years or so, but we're mentioning that, um, as Mingi mentioned, all the facilities are very clean and nice and well-built, obviously, even though there are lots of um, historic sites as well. But, I mean, the construction and the composition of the city itself was quite uh, neat. That's what I think. So, for, for example, uh, for example, in Korea, I mean, besides all the cities near Seoul, the cities with similar size of population might be very outdated and old and not so comfortable to live in. That's what I think. Yes, exactly. 
Was it Pamplona the first European city you visited? No, no, no. But I did before that. I didn't uh, visit that small town before in Europe. I only visited some other capital cities or big cities in Europe. Like vice versa for me, I was quite impressive about Barcelona too. I thought that before visiting Barcelona, I thought that Barcelona will be huge, like huge, huge city and pack of people and the gray colored. But what I watched, what I lived in Barcelona, and what I felt was like. It's kind of small city than I thought. Well, compared to Seoul, yes, it's small, yeah. definitely. <laughs> like you know, the the name of Barcelona is the whole worldwide number one city. Like so, like by that name, I thought that Barcelona will be huge, but be comparing to Seoul, it's not that huge. So like, but but it has all like still modern and. So like yeah, I mean, big comparison to other Asian country, it was quite interesting. Well, I think that's a key difference. I mean, if like in in my case, when you come from Europe, your first impression of Asia is 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 a shock, right? I mean, if you, if you've never seen another like Asian country or city, the experience is a bit mind blowing. Like for me, it was it was Japan, but then uh, yeah, South Korea. Uh, still, the shock was like uh, it's. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but for for us guys, it's so so different, right? I mean, the, your your cultures with, with ours, sure, we have things in common, but it's so shocking everything, right? I mean, for me, what what I did really um, amazed was got, got amazed by is just, how do you guys? You're saying no modern and no countryside, but for me, I I see I see traditional stuff live together with modern stuff. Even if you go to Seoul, you will still see. Traditional stuff like I don't know um, stores or restaurants or temples or I mean it's and and you guys have, have found a way to to merge like <laughs> both together. You, you you might be looking at a, a skyscraper and then you turn the corner and there's something super traditional and old and I don't know it's it's uh, these things are are interesting are interesting uh, in, in Spain I, I don't know if there's such thing I mean maybe the whole town is is traditional or the whole thing is is modern. But Barcelona itself, I mean, sure, we have uh, small neighborhoods which are more t- traditional than others, but you don't have super high like change of scenery. You don't have a 20-story a building next to a, a small house. It doesn't exist here. There's maybe regulations or something that prevent this sort of ah, construction, uh, right? Okay. You, you, even like they, they force new buildings to maintain what's the, 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 the front face of the building. They cannot even demolish that. So maybe maybe that's that's why you wouldn't see it here. But for me, there it was like, wow, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As well as the food, you guys, the food, and and also like uh, all the cultural things I, I I like about Korea, like like um, how you guys are mindful of each other. Like you you you've, you've come here, you know how the metro is, how people are rude, <laughs> and how how unpolite, and and there is like I don't know, maybe for you it's too much, but for me it's like, oh man, this is so quiet, this is so nice, people are nice. Um, people always try to help you. Uh, you feel safe. It's it's so 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 different from here. I don't know. G- guys, are are we like in a session to praise each other's country? <laughs> yes, yes. That's, that's that's how Korean tapas was born. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, but like I I just read the the um, uh, Minky's draft, 
And he, he said, dream come true. Is that your first impression? <laughs> like, you know, I studied like Spain for three years or four years. And the atmosphere was like, okay, this is my city. <laughs> it's my okay. Wait, but you studied Spanish before coming to Spain. Yeah. Like you, you, you didn't know like the culture, like you didn't come here just even for a travel and say, okay, I, I really like I like this much. Let me uh, just two days. study maybe, maybe maybe two days, like yeah, and that that travel. <laughs> ah, right, and on your speed travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, two days travel. I don't remember nothing, but still here. I mean, I, when people ask me, okay, how how many times have you gone to Korea? How do you go there? People are really amazed that you and and me, you and you guys as well, that we travel for so long and for like very far away. But some people don't 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 even try to do that. They are afraid, or they are not willing to sit on a sixteen-hour plane to cross the world and and see another culture. Like it, I, I don't take it for granted. I mean, I think it what we do is quite exceptional. And if if we are lucky enough to have the resources and and, and the spirit to do it, it's good for us. I think. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Like interestingly, like in my parents' generation, Spain was what not the popular country for visiting. Like. Like UK, France, or Switzerland. Even Switzerland was more popular. Yeah, those were the one of few countries that we had a direct flight from Korea. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, in young generation, we go. Every young people wants to go to Spain in some reason. I mean, I I could see that maybe in your parent generation, maybe Spain was coming out of the civil war. Maybe that's why. Ah. So, like. I mean, okay, it's my maybe my my grandparents' generation, but you know, maybe it's like I don't know. Maybe it was not as popular as as, as it is now. Could could be a reason. I don't know. And I, you, you know what, Rick? Actually, uh, I'm gonna tell the um, I mean the prior image that I had about Spain before I went there. This might be a little bit or probably a lot different from Minky's experience because he studied Spain about Spain and his major is about the culture in Spain. But um, before I went to Spain and still, I mean, this might be same for other, uh, lots of Korean friends or uh, people around me, that um, the image that they have about Spain is merely that of Andalusia and Barcelona. So I was shocked to be in Pamplona. I keep mentioning about Pamplona again because it was like a culture shock to me. Because I didn't expect that kind of weather in Spain. All the (laughs) images that I had was, I mean, now I can say that all the images that I had about Spain is merely from Sevilla and Barcelona. That kind of culture, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. I didn't imagine there, there's going to be lots of <laughs> forest, <laughs> grass, snow, rainy weather. Those are that totally that I hadn't expected at all. Oh, but rainy weather does not sell. I mean, if you're trying to sell Galicia, you will not be selling. Okay, sure, come here. It rains <laughs> five out of seven days a week. So it, it's a nice, of course. And, and um, yeah, I know I know what you're saying. But I'm, I mean, I mean, <laughs> probably lots of Korean people wouldn't know the existence of Galicia to say it like a little bit extremely. But uh, you've, you've already been here in Barcelona. I mean, have you guys gone to the south, like Andalusia, Sevilla? Have you guys mm-hmm. visited there? Yeah. Okay, so you you already probably already seen how different it is from Barcelona, right? Yeah. So what you're saying about people in Korea have this image? What image is it? Is it Barcelona or is it Andalusia? Because it's it's so so. Different. Uh, I'll mention the specific. I mean examples. 
Sagrada Familia, and Bullfight, and Plaza de España. Those are all the things that we had. And great, because and, and, there's no and fla- flamenco. here in Barcelona. So, yeah. <laughs> that might be all. Yeah, yeah. Flamenco, of course, not here. But yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So it, it's a mix. It's a mix. Sunny weather, yeah. Very sunny, yeah. So were there any other um, impressive experiences that you had when you visited Korea? Where do I begin? The food. How is it possible that it's so cheap and so good? Uh, it's it, there's no there's no possible explanation, and as that's it, I'm gonna continue. Uh, what else? Uh, transportation. We'll talk about that. I love transportation. <laughs> yeah, that that came from our <laughs> quoting Minky. Is it spacious, beautiful, <laughs> and packed of people? That's that's quote from the last episode. Uh, what else? I don't know. Many things, you guys. It's it's you know the the the. the the concept I can go like dressed with my uniform from martial arts on the street and nobody will look at me funny. It's <laughs> it's quite it's quite interesting. Here uh, they they will lock me up for for a crazy man, but there it's it's just fine. I mean you know yeah. swords and accepted. Stuff. Yeah. What? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's accepted. Just a sword. What? What else? Continue. Yeah, I I think talking more about the first impression that we had about each country might be another deep topic so probably we should i mean wrap up our topic from here so uh thank you guys for sharing your precious time my precious friends and we're gonna come back with a more interesting theme or topic in the upcoming episode have a great day everyone see you see ya thank you thank you guys see you next time bye 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 bye